Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, and much, much more. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement and everything in between, it's here live and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash MRN. This is MRN Crew Call, brought to you by Hercules Tires. The NASCAR Garage, the All-Star Race, a pit crew challenge. I love it. I love what we have going on this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway with the All-Star Race. Motor Racing Network is going to be there all weekend long, and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. So we're going to talk a little Texas, but also here on Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires, we're going to get a little behind the scenes and talk to one of the top crew chiefs in the sport. I'm Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network. This is Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires and Adam Stevens is our guest. Adam is a 42-year-old from Portsmouth, Ohio, had a dirt late model background. In fact, he even ran one of the biggest dirt late model races back in 1999 up at Eldora Speedway. His dad was a racer and he followed that very traditional, as we've learned here on Crew Call Path, that so many did. Race car driver, race car driver, race car driver. Well, wait a minute. This may or may not work. I better have another plan. He went to Ohio University, got a mechanical engineering degree, started knocking on doors in North Carolina, and here he is, a two-time championship winning crew chief and one of the really good guys in the garage. So that's what we're doing here today on Crew Call. We're going to chat with Adam Stevens. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Crew call rolling along here. We're so glad you joined us on the Motor Racing Network. Uh, joining us now via Zoom, Adam Stevens from over at Joe Gibbs Racing. Hello, Adam. Welcome into Crew Call. Hey, thanks for having me on. Man, great to catch up with you, Adam. Want to want to cover a little bit of ground and some various uh, topics with you here. Um, Joe Gibbs Racing. Let's talk a little big picture about the 2021 season so far. Uh, 
Martin Truex Jr. and James Small over there, three wins, knocking it out pretty good. Looks like Kyle and Ben are getting up to speed. Uh, Denny's, Denny and Chris have done everything but win. You guys got your first win early in the year. Joe Gibbs Racing as a whole, how, how, how are things going here as we hit the second half of the regular season? Man, I don't know. You you uh, bring up the stats and you look at the stat line and, and it looks pretty good. Um, yeah. But I think we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses right now. And uh, I think our weaknesses um, kind of like a thorn in your side, a burr in your saddle. You know, our intermediate stuff is just not quite where it needs to be. But our short track and road course program is, is pretty competitive. So, um, you know, there's a group of tracks where we know we can go and compete before we unload and a group of tracks where we know we have some work to do. What's that like going into what's that like going into a weekend knowing that you have some work to do? And especially with no practice, no testing and everything like that, the the, the motivation and the the drive, what's that like on those weekends? Well, it's tough um, because we know that um, we have to have it just about perfect to, to be able to compete on, on certain weekends where other weekends we know if we get it close, we can stay in the mix all day and maybe have a shot. So um, you know, it's a cycle of the sport, you know, sometimes you're the, you're the leader in every category and, and sometimes, um, you know, you're not, so you just have to keep your head down and keep working, but, um, it's tough in these times too, because you're uh, limited on your wind tunnel hours. You're all, most of, most of, if not all the parts are frozen. So you're kind of working with a group of parts that you have. Um, and it's, it's tough to, to make gains and close that gap. Let's talk a little bit about that cyclical nature of the sport because Joe Gibbs racing at time has been that team. Okay. That team where you're leading every department, every category, let's just be honest. Hendrick motorsports right now, particularly on those intermediate tracks, they seem to have the upper hand. How does that happen, Adam? And, and, and how do you now respond to that as a, as an organization? It happens through hard work. It happens through uh, rules changes, tire changes, um, and not just, the changing of the physical rules, but the um, enforcement of the rules. You know, there were a lot of things that came through this year that affected some teams more than others, um, just in the way that they're enforcing some of the rules. And and all of those things um, have some kind of impact on the performance of the cars. And certainly uh, lack of testing and, and lack of practice um, when you are behind, it makes it harder to close that gap. One of the things teams often do is we, we hear this phrase, Focus on our own team. Everything will take care of itself. But when you have another team that is that is that is right now got a little bit of a step on everybody, um, how, do do you look at what they're doing? How do you how do you do that yet remain focused on your own program? How do you balance that? Well, I think it's important to um, pinpoint where you're getting beat. You know, um, as far as what they're doing and how they're doing it there's just not enough information you could gather to make any logical decisions. Um, if they were to offer it, I would certainly entertain it, but, uh, um, you know, you, you're, you, you, heck, you're not even in the garage with them anymore. On most of these weekends, you're just shoving them through tech and lining up to race. So, you know, whatever you could casually observe, um, that list is, was small before it is, is almost non-existent now. So, but we do have a lot of data on, um, how the drivers drive their cars and, and, how those cars perform and, and where their um, strengths are and, and where their weaknesses are and how those line up to ours, um, specifically on the intermediates and tracks where we're not consistently leading laps and winning races. Um, so uh, there's a lot of information to comb through and a lot of data to look at that you can uh, kind of help steer the ship with. One of the things that I historically have loved about the NASCAR garage is how close you work 
next to the other teams. And you're and you're right. We're not in that boat now. Hopefully, we get back to some semblance of that order where where uh, a Gibbs car is parked right next to a Hendrick car is parked next to a Penske and a Stuart Haas car. Uh, back in the day, how much snooping could you do? into the other guys and how much snooping and do you catch guys snooping on your cars? How, what's the dynamic of that? Oh, I mean, there was a time um, where that could get pretty crazy. You would see photographers going around and trying to be sneaky and, and taking pictures of people's stuff. Um, the one thing that you would always just notice just by being there is what they were physically working on. You know, they come in to make a change. Are they working under the hood? Are they working under the back of the car? Are they working on the left side? Are they working on the right side? Are they, you know, or when they carry springs out from the truck or the toolbox, are they itty bitty ones or are they big old thick ones? You know, you, I mean, you just, just casually being there, you notice all the types of those things. And sometimes you can put those pieces of the puzzle together, but generally you're so focused on your own stuff that, you know, you're, you're not writing anything down or, or making a list. You're just casually noticing things. Yeah, I love the garage. Love that. Love that sort of thing. This year, you're paired up with Christopher Bell. What types of things have you learned about Christopher and uh, just just how good of a race car driver is he? Oh, he's an exceptional talent. Um, you know, he, he's still pretty green. Um, a lot of areas um, need work. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go into making a successful weekend and building a successful race team that that take a lot of effort and um he's working on all those things and working hard and, and making gains as well so um you know just the the attitude and the focus and the determination are things that stand out that uh he does really well you guys both have a dirt track background short track background your your dad greg raced and you raced uh, in fact i, I was reading a stat that uh, 1999 dream race at Eldora, you finished 17th. And we obviously know Christopher's background in that. And I mean, granted, it's different. He's sprint cars and midgets and you're dirt for bodied late models. But does that racer mentality help you as you have built that relationship with him? Oh, I think it does. You know, just having a, a clue of what it means to drive a racing vehicle at the limit as fast as it'll go. And to do that over a period of years and, and, cart your stuff up and down the highway, you know, on your own or with your family and a couple guys helping you, you know, 40 or 45 nights a year on top of doing whatever else you were doing. Um, you know, that's the type of things that people can relate to. And, and just that racer mentality and understanding the grind of it and, and the effort and the passion that that's in it and behind it, I think are, are key. I want to talk a little bit bigger picture about the grind, the challenges of this. I heard an interview with you, Adam, uh, watched an interview a couple of years ago and the interviewer, she had asked you, you know, if you could go back and tell young Adam, your, your story is, you know, you, you, you went to college, you beat on every door in North Carolina, you pursued your dream, you got your dream, you, you worked your way up the ladder to, to, to championship level crew chief. The question that she asked you is if you could go back and tell young Adam anything, what would it be? And you were kind of like, you really didn't have an answer because at that point you said you were pursuing your dream. In our line of work, in this line, how important is it as you talk to young guys coming into the sport to have that dream-like passion for the sport that, that, that you seem to have and that, 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 that has to motivate you? How important is that? I mean, to me, it's very important. You know, one of the things that I am big on when I'm interviewing somebody is figuring out their racing background. You know, if, if I haven't found too many people, there have been a few, but uh, that didn't do racing at, at some level growing up and, and heavily involved in it, you know, whether they were 
into go-karts or sprint cars or helping somebody on a team um, that really truly had a passion for it later in life. You know, um, there have been a few that have come up that um, didn't really know anything about racing whatsoever and got into it later in life and have made a, a high level career out of it. But I really look for those people that have been involved in racing from a very, very young age. Um, and, and those are the type of people that, that really understand um, the effort and the dedication that it's going to take to compete at a high level. To me, racing is, is, is a career. Yes. It's a passion. Yes. But to me, it's almost like it's a lifestyle. Is that, is that accurate? I think so. I, I think so. It, it, it's probably like any professional sport. You know, this is the only professional sport I've been blessed to be involved in. Um, but uh, it takes a, a complete commitment. You know, it's, it's not a nine to five job. Um, there are days and weeks and months where you are there every single day. Um, you know, I rarely have a day off. Um, probably a little bit more now with these um, expanded schedules, you know, where we the trucks leave at Saturday morning sometimes and we fly out Sunday morning and come home Sunday night. Um, but uh, certainly when we were testing 10 or 12 times a year and, and gone for a 160 nights or whatever it was, um, you know, with full race weekends, um, it, it's a complete dedication to what you're doing and and you can't let up you know because the guys you're competing against aren't going to let up um, at least the ones that are winning and and that's what we all strive to do so it takes a, a extreme dedication and and work ethic and it's not something that you can really teach it's something that you kind of have to bring with you what drives what if you people ask you know and i want to talk to folks i say I, I think the most difficult challenging job in nascar racing is the crew chief job because you it's just it's all on your plate it's all on your table you're the head coach you're the guy that you know you're, you're that guy um what drives you what is it the next race it's the, the big project what what keeps you motivated because i can imagine this has got to be a got to be a grind at times but yet you never seem to you never seem to fall into the grind yeah, I, I don't know. I think that it's it's just the the will to win. You know, every day that you come to work, you're trying to get better and you're trying to find a way to win that next race. And if if you're you're not winning, you're trying to find that improvement to, you know, get to your next goal. And it's just a absolute passion for for winning you know a coach gives us all the tools and all the helps us get all the people that we need to make that happen and it's up to us to uh kind of wade through all the data and with all the help of all of our people and and make good decisions and put ourselves in the best spot possible to win these races but uh it's just the the love of winning is the only thing that drives me i don't know what drives the rest of them well that's that's you, you got to have that that's for sure off the racetrack, uh, you're a father of two boys. Uh, I always traditionally ask the question, are they into racing? And, but, but I've heard a number of interviews. Uh, apparently, they're more stick and ball guys. And, yeah, um, they, they are. Yeah, they, they love uh, tackle football and baseball. And uh, those are the two big sports. And they'll fill in in between those seasons with about anything. Um, but uh, haven't got into racing yet. They've, they've asked me lots of questions about it. And, and are inquisitive and, and pay attention to the racing that we do. But uh, as far as getting them involved, um, I would need a clone or, or, or something to, to facilitate that because um, there's just no time um, to, to do this job and, and all their other stuff and, and try to weasel some go-karts in there. That would be pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. 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 It's not something you want to, uh, you can't part-time it with racing. That's for sure. Exactly. No matter, no matter exactly what level. Right. 
when 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 the boys are playing sports, what kind of dad are you? Are you are you the screaming at the official dad, or are you laid back? Are you somewhere? What kind of dad are you as they play their sports? Oh, I would never yell at an official. Uh, absolutely not. No, uh, but uh, you know, I make it to a lot of the practices and, and every game that I possibly can. I'll, I'll work my week weekly schedule around that. Um, obviously, if we're out of town, we're out of town. But uh, I just love to go and watch and compete. And and their competitiveness they surely got from me uh, because when they are playing, they are into it. Uh, and they're getting better at the practicing and finding that self-motivation to get better in their, in their downtime. So that's, that's been fun to see too. And, and to help them, help them get better. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we spent a lot of time uh, practicing baseball in the backyard and running routes and throwing footballs and helping Carter with his workouts. And, and um, they just want to get better. And that's fun to see. That's gotta be neat. That's gotta be a great, um, uh, a great release for you uh, from from the, the the Joe Gibbs racing to, to be able to do that in physical activity and family time. That's got to be a neat, neat thing for you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, it's extremely fun when they have a passion for it. You know, yeah. uh, if if when they're asking you, hey, can we go do this? Can we go do that? Um, that's a lot of fun, you know, just to see them ex- ex- excited about doing something um, that they enjoy and they're passionate about um, kind of puts a pep in your step too. We've spent a lot of time on crew call talking about the challenges of the one day shows and the, the, the flying in on race day and flying back out. And while that's certainly a challenge on the competitive level, when it comes to the family side of things, having some Friday nights and Saturdays at home, there, there's probably an upside to that as well though. Oh, there's a huge upside, um, especially for a guy like me that's got a couple kids and lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, the it's not only that we're maybe gone on a, a Sunday and, and morning early and then back on a Sunday night. Um, so you didn't spend a night away from home or a lot of times you just spend one night away. But because the trucks are leaving so much later, um, because, you know, they're not parking until a Saturday night or a Sunday morning, you don't have to work as late during the week. You know, a lot of times the trucks were leaving on a Wednesday or certainly a Thursday by lunch type deal. Um, with the old schedules and you have another day and a half, two days at least in the shop every single week. And, um, you know, we find things to do that to get more involved. Um, uh, but generally you're not having to work super late, uh, during the weeks, like you maybe had to previously. Neat stuff for sure. Finally for you here, we're rolling into Texas for the all-star race this weekend. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out the format, 15 laps and inverts and 15 laps and inverts in here. Most recent time we were at Texas, you were the winning crew chief with Kyle Bush. You talked a little bit earlier about the intermediate program and and working on that. Uh, To me, this seems and sounds like a pretty good opportunity for you guys to to get your arms around it. There's a million dollars, of course, at the end of it. But uh, and this is a playoff race also. Uh, How do you approach the all-star race at Texas? Well, we did have a good run there last year. You know, I did think that we learned a couple things that we can probably bring back with us. And, and the, the big thing is that the format, the runs are going to be really short. So what it takes to go fast for a handful of laps and what it takes to go fast for a fuel run are two different things, you know, uh, and the, they've messed around with the uh, tapered spacers or, and, and horsepower. Um, so it's a big horsepower reduction. So we thought we were in the gas a lot last time. Uh, we're really going to be in the gas now with less horsepower, but uh that'll change the setups a lot too. And then certainly the, just the, um, the energy of an all-star race, you know, everybody is amped up and, and trying to get to the front in very, very short order. 
and that creates a lot of fender banging and carnage and and fender banging on a very fast mile and a half track is really not what you want so <laughs> we got to try to keep from banging those fenders uh keep the car straight and have something to race with uh later in that race when it all breaks loose yeah yeah one of the other aspects of the all-star race this year is during the running of stage five or, or round five of the race the 30 lap run um there needs to be a pit stop a four tire pit stop and there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line for the crew guys adam i go back i love when we used to do the pit stop challenge in uptown charlotte and all of that i i, I i'm not sure about all this format stuff but i do love the fact that the pit crews can participate and maybe win some extra money as well oh that's cool yeah the it's those guys need to have something like this i think it's super cool and super important and talk about hard work and dedication and commitment to your craft. Um, I mean, I'm just speaking for my guys, but they are incredible um, and good attitudes and um, just want to do the best that they possibly can to put our, this team in position to win. And, and it's fun to see that competition up and down pit road and everybody pushing each other to get better. Um, and to have it all come down to one stop is going to be, pretty interesting but uh they're gonna get after it i can tell you that i know i can't wait i love uh uh being a pit road reporter i love the athletes that that i get to watch do those stops i i just mind boggles and i loved when we used to do charlotte we used to do the qualifying with the live the the, the fast pit stop because mm -hmm. it was like a chance as a as a pit road reporter to call pit stop after pit stop after pit stop and it was the focus and i i can't wait for those pit stops it's going to be neat that's for sure the whole night's going to be neat the whole weekend's going to be neat uh, wish you guys success on it, Adam. We appreciate the time joining us and uh, wish you the best at the all-star race and then really on throughout the balance of the season. Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. There we go. Adam Stevens joining us here on Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Crew call presented by Hercules Tires, and we are looking at the all-star race. And uh, in chatting with Adam, uh, it is complex. Six rounds, 15 laps, followed by an 8 to 12 car invert. 15 laps, followed by a full field invert. Round three, 15 laps, followed by an eight to 12 car invert. 
Round number four is 15 laps. Okay, so then what they're going to do, okay, rounds one through four, 15 laps with all kinds of inverts and fun stuff involved in it. All right, round number five is 30 laps lined up by cumulative points from stages and rounds one through four. One of the keys during this one, though, is that live pit stop and the fastest pit crew wins $100,000. That is round number five, 30 laps. Let's see, it's a 100-lap race. We're up to 90 laps. What we're going to do, we're just going to throw a caution. We're going to reset them in a 10-lap sprint to the finish, $900,000 on the line. And that round 10 or that round six will be just lined up straight up after round number five's finish. Yes, I know it's complex. We'll break it all down on Motor Racing Network, and it is going to be good. It's going to be exciting. The all-star races always are, and this is the first time it is held at Texas. Texas Motor Speedway repaved in 2017, so it's not one of those brutal tire grinding racetracks that we have. In fact, it's rather smooth, and so not a lot of tire wear. We're going to see what Goodyear brings as far as the tire goes and how much they fall off and what needs to be done. We always talk about fall off and do you move to the back? Well, you're going to move to the back anyhow with the inverts. And so tire strategy and what they do is going to be interesting as well. Motor Racing Network, as I mentioned, is going to be there all weekend long. Coming up on Saturday, 1230, it is the SpeedyCash.com 200 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And then a 530 start time on Sunday night for the NASCAR All-Star Race from Texas Motor Speedway. And you can find all of our programming at MRN.com. That's MRN.com. We appreciate Adam Stevens joining us, but more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here this week on MRN's Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires. <laughs>